Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi everyone and welcome to this episode of the Philly Boots Rugby Roundtable, the Lions Origin Series, uh, brought to you in partnership with our friends at Canterbury. Uh, so thank you to them for, for supporting these. We're, what we're doing is we're talking to nine of the 681 Lions Origins clubs that they uh, can look after and have nurtured players throughout the, the 188 years of, of the British and Irish Lions. Uh, and the club that we're going to talk to today is uh, up in Scotland, and it's the guys from Kelso RFC. How are we, everyone? No yeah, bad, thank you, Sean. Thank you. All good. So what we'll do, we'll just quickly go round the table. Um, Murray, if you want to start us off, tell us a little bit about yourself and your role within the club. Yeah, no problem. Uh, my name is Murray Hasty. I am a club development officer at the club. Uh, started um, the role in September, so this is my first year. I have played at the club for a number of years from being a young laddie at the age of seven. Um, I've been to another couple of clubs, but I've, I've came back to my, to my roots. Uh, and yeah, so back to being club development officer and uh, really enjoying myself. Excellent. Well, look, thank you for uh, giving up some time tonight. Uh, Louise, uh, welcome to the roundtable. Hi, I'm, I'm Louise Halliday. I'm currently Director of Ladies Rugby for Kelso Ladies. Um, I'm also a player. Um, I'm just taking up this role this year as well. I was currently captain of the Ladies Squad for two years before that um, and been with the team since it was established in 2015. Brilliant. Well, again, thank you for, uh, for giving up some time. And finally, Andy, welcome, uh, welcome to Philly Boots. Hi, um, Andy Tate, and I am currently the men's best 15 captain. Um, I've been at the club, we'll be in double figures now. Long time, so 12, 13 years. Um, so, yeah, I've been around a wee while. <laughs> uh, great. Well, look, thanks for, uh, for coming on the show tonight. Uh, Murray, do you want to give us a little bit of background on, on Kelso? Yeah, no problem. I'll do my best. Um, we, we've, we've got a huge amount of history at the club. Um, I'll, I'll just give you some some key points and some highlights that we have. So we were founded in 1876 uh, and we first played um, on Poinder Park, which is our current home ground, in uh, 1908. Um, we, as, as a team, we've had you know a number of highlights, but uh, Kelso winning the unofficial championship um, alongside Ar- Aberdeen Grammar in 1948. Um, and I think some of the real highlights that we have a uh, successful period for the club was late 70s into the 80s, um, where the club had some huge success on the seven circuit, winning a number of different seven tournaments across the country and beyond that as well, with guys representing in Hong Kong and, and playing all over the place. But um, some highlights in there are uh, winning Melrose Sevens, um, 78, 80, 84, 85, 86. 88 and 89, so they had a huge amount of success at Melrose uh, during that time. Um, just touching a wee bit on the 15-a-side game, uh, we had Gary Callender who captained um, the Scotland team in 1988, and we had five um, players of that Five Nations squad who came from Kelso as well, so um, that was a huge part of the success of the seventh circuit, but also during that time they won the first, uh, first division championship for the first time in 1988, uh, and then went on to win it again in 89. Um, so again, very successful time for the club and loads of great players, which we'll, we'll touch upon as we go. 
Um, and then just to end in the 90s, again, some success with the, the sevens, seven-a-side game uh, and winning the Kings of the Sevens. So just to give you a bit of background, Kings of the Sevens, it's, it's, it's a historic tournament for uh, for border clubs. Um, and we've got invite, you know, invitational teams that come along from Edinburgh and such. And Kelso won that in, in 96, 97 and 98, so three years on the run. So um, a successful time there as well. Uh, again, as I say, we'll, we'll touch base on some of the Lions players, but probably one of the most famous players is, is Ross Ford, who who captained um, Scotland in 2012 and became um, Scotland's most capped player in 2017 as well. Uh, so, again, there's a number of different characters that we'll come on to, but he's, he's probably right up there as one of the one of our success stories from the club. Um, as Louise touched upon there, you know, another success for us is, is establishing a ladies team. You know, it's fantastic that we have one. Um, and you know in the borders as well and you know the, the ladies do a lot around the club uh, and supporting things and you know I'm, I'm excited to see where that goes and again in the next few years to see how we can grow even further um, and just getting to probably about now looking at what we have currently so we've got a really strong Cougar section so we, our Kelso minis um, are called Kelso Cougars um, and we have teams from you know micros from primary one and two all the way up to primary seven uh, we then have a, a link with the Kelso High School, which is our local local high school. In partnership with them, we run teams at under 13, 14, uh, 15 and 16. Um, and then we've got as well another uh, a section of the club, which is our Kelso Harlequins, uh, with a lot, of, a lot of these players that we'll, we'll talk about and a lot of guys who have been through to represent different uh, countries or different clubs and, uh, and Kelso as well who have came through, who's, who's a really strong part of the club. Uh, I think a successful part of this season is, as well as obviously our ladies, we, you know, I've came in and felt there's an opportunity to develop a girls section at the club, which we've managed to get off the ground and uh, had a huge amount of support from the ladies with that as well. So we've, we've got that going and we've got about 18 girls uh, coming down every Wednesday night, just running about, having some fun. And I'm excited to see over the next couple of weeks, we've got some training games with some other clubs to see how that goes. Um, so, yeah, we're growing all the time. We're, we're looking to try and engage as many kids as we can um, hockey's uh, you know a, a big part of life uh, for for girls in the area, but we're trying to you know as well as them playing hockey, we're trying to give them opportunities to play to play some rugby as well. Um, just to finish, your, your senior men currently are, are playing Nat One, uh, and senior ladies are playing National Two. Um, hopefully, when we get started again in August September time, when we can actually get a structured season, and uh, I'm sure uh, Louise and Andy will agree that we're, we're looking forward to to getting back into it. Definitely. That yeah. was a comprehensive, comprehensive history on Kelso. And full disclosure, Murray is the first person in 50-odd episodes of doing this <laughs> to send me the notes beforehand of what he had, what he had written down. But, but I was saying to you, Sean, didn't he tell the club Sh that because they oh. think I've, I've got too much time on my hands now, <laughs> so that's me knackered. Hey, look, it's definitive. It's, it's brilliant. It's actually you know, it's brilliant to hear. So, look, let's talk about the last the last... 15 months or so, Louise, uh, how has it affected the, the ladies team down there? there? Um, the ladies as a whole, are, are, we're a very social group um, on and off the field. Um, so it's been hard not seeing each other week in, week out, but we've got through it. We, um, we've done some um, team challenges throughout. The first lockdown, we've uh, done a challenge where it was forwards versus backs to see how many miles we could accomplish. Um, we set out, I think it was 2,000 kilometres to start with. 
We wow. smashed that within a week. They're too competitive. So um, <laughs> we decided, well, we'll do it for a charity. So uh, we done it for uh, Borders Water Rescue team and we raised £900. And within the month of June, we combined a walk, cycled, ran, jogged, um, just under 5,000 kilometres. Um, Amazing. Yeah. And yeah, just throughout just keep in touch with everybody and making sure everybody's doing okay and checking in what challenges they're doing setting themselves and yeah and just we got back training end of july till the start of december so that was good to catch up with everybody again and then back into it just at the end of march but no um it was it was tough but had regular Zoom meetings and yeah, just touching base with everybody and setting challenges. So it was good. Good, good to hear. And, uh, and Andy, um, from a from a senior men's perspective, how was the last year? Yeah, I can't say the men was as committed to the fitness challenges as uh, <laughs> the ladies. That's for sure during the lockdown. Um, so, but all in all, yeah, everybody's been in the same boat. It's been a it's been a tough slog, but um, it was, as we do, social media, WhatsApp, there's group chats. We keep in touch with everyone, making sure everybody's all right. Um, I'm not sure whose bright idea it was to come up with, let's shave our heads or bleach our hair. Um, however, it made some money for, for a, good, uh, a good charity. So, yeah, the boys decided we'd shave our heads and bleach our hair for, and then we decided the charity would be friends of, Kelso Community Hospital, um, and just kind of in keeping with that community spirit, we raised about fourteen, yeah, one thousand four hundred fifty pounds, and mm -hmm. the, the community spirit around us. We have a farmers market that goes on in the square, and they very kindly matched what we raised. So there's a grand total of two thousand nine hundred pounds raised just from yeah losing a bit of hair and bleaching it. So. Um, yeah, all, all good fun. Keep things lighthearted, and as as Louise said, we started training a couple of weeks ago now. It's just good to get back, get into a bit of routine. I think that's the main thing for for everybody is that routine. That that's their time in the week to get out, do a bit of exercise, see see some people, catch up with pals. So no, it was uh, it was tough, but everybody was in the same boat. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, and Murray, uh, talk us through the sort of the the youth section and, and the club as a whole, I guess. Yeah, so I think you know, as as we said, it's been it's been a tough year. Um, I would say that we've been extremely proactive. I think as a club, and uh, and trying to get things in place, and, and a huge part of that's been in looking at uh, mental health and mental well being. We've we've been a real driver with that um, across across our our whole membership, from you know the young ones all the way up to the, the older generation who. Um, you know, it's massively part of their life. The rugby club. Um, you know, yeah. they come down every Saturday. They enjoy the pint. Uh, they enjoy giving it. Uh, you know, shouting and screaming at us upstairs afterwards, saying what we've done wrong. Um, those side of things. Always so, exactly. Um, but you know, we, we so we we've uh, worked alongside um, NHS Borders, uh, Scottish Borders Council, and, and Breathing Space, um, and looking to tackle the stigma around mental health and well-being. Um, you know, I think it's something that we could definitely do a lot more about as rugby clubs and 
you know, what the guys are saying there about, you know, just, just making sure everyone's all right and just touching base as much as we can with people. Um, you know, everybody's got different situations and it's just making sure that, you know, everybody's aware that, you know, we're open to have chats and, and making sure everyone's all right. And in particular over the last, the last year, which has been really challenging for everybody. Um, so, I mean, along those lines as well, there's there's a number of different projects ongoing as well. We're looking to uh, get a new kitchen in. Um, they've gave downstairs a good lick of paint, which has been needed for about 100 years. And I think the, the curtains as well were about 100 years old, so they've been changed. We've got lovely blinds in there now. So, um, so yeah, just, just little bits like that. Uh, and, and again, we're just looking forward to getting people in. You know, it's, it's, it's a strange place walking at that club room when there's, there's nobody in there. Um, and I'm, I'm just really looking forward to, to getting things open. But I would say we've we have worked hard. I think we've been lucky in some ways to certain areas in Scotland where we've been able to train quite a bit. Apart from that lockdown over Christmas, uh, we managed to get quite a bit in, uh, especially with the youth uh, the youth players as well. I managed to run some internal games to to keep them competitive and keep them engaged. And I think I think that's helped us a lot. Um, but as I say, it's it's onwards and upwards, and, and, and fingers crossed uh, we can we can look forward to August September time and, and really get going from there. Definitely, it sounds like you're in a good place. So before before we sort of delve back into into sort of the Lions history at Kelso, uh, Canterbury are delighted to help grassroots rugby clubs celebrate the remarkable fact that they have developed and nurtured a lion amongst the pride of your club. There are 681 Lions Origins clubs. And you can see them all on the Lions map if you go to the Lions website. Uh, Lions Origins Clubs can have a, an exclusive logo added to their Canterbury kits uh, to celebrate the history and the contribution your club has made to the best club in the world, the British and Irish Lions. Uh, head to canterbury.com for, for all the information on, on Lions Origins Clubs uh, and find out more about joining that exclusive club. So, so Murray, so what does it mean to you uh, and Kelso to be a, a Lions Origins Club? I think it's massive. I think... Uh... You know, as you as you say, we take a lot of pride in, in the history of the club. Uh, we've had a lot of a lot of players, you know, went on to play international. Some guys that haven't, but I've I've been really good rugby players and really good club men as well. But um, you know, to get to you know, we've got five lines that have, have went on to represent, uh, you know, and play for the lines abroad. And you know, I think we take a huge amount of pride in that. Uh, we had a celebration evening in two thousand and eighteen, uh, where we invited the five lines along. Um, and uh, a past player and, and member, Jimmy Fleming, uh, put a lovely uh, painting together of the five of them. That's uh, we've got a, a big one in the upstairs in the clubhouse. Um, but each each uh, player um, was uh, presented uh, oh, with brilliant. a painting as well. Um, so they've all got that, and it's it's a fantastic painting um, that he's done. Uh, and and so yeah, it was. I was there. It was a great evening. You know, just hearing some stories. Jim Telfer was there as well. Um, and it was just, you know, I, I think we had upstairs jam packed, and it was, it was a fantastically well organised uh, event, um, and just, just really good to be part of it. Um, I mean, looking at looking at our lions, uh, Ken Smith was there, who's our oldest lion, um, and I was just looking at some stats before on that fantastic website, which is which is good. Uh, I was enjoyed looking through it. Um, so Ken travelled uh, in the lions in, in 1959 um, and played 17 times, scoring. Played 17 times, which is a lot of rugby, by the way. Um, scoring four tries uh, and won two of the four test match, uh, matches there. Um, and scored a try in the 17-6 win over Australia as well. I think back then, though, they travelled. They obviously went across on boat. Uh, I, I couldn't tell you how long they were away for, but they travelled Australia and New time. Zealand a very long time. And mm -hmm. I'd imagine there were some great times on the pitch, but 
I'd imagine there's quite a bit off it as well, I'd imagine. Um, so, yeah, Ken's, Ken's our oldest line. And then uh, Roger Baird, uh, who, again, is, he's good. He, he comes back and talks at club events uh, and stuff still. And just a really good guy. We caught up with him, uh, as I say, with interviews we've done uh, during lockdown. And, and just, again, loads of good stories to tell. But, um, again, he play, played 11 times, scoring, scoring six tries. Um, so, again, he, he, you know, a good try scoring record uh, for the Lions and Kelso. Unfortunately, I don't believe he'll hate me saying it, but I don't believe he got a try for Scotland in his 20-odd tests. Um, so, yeah, but managed to score some good tries for the Lions with so six tries on tour there. We've obviously got JJ, who's who's a very famous uh, Scottish rugby player. Um, and again, he travelled in 1989, uh, playing five times uh, on tour to Australia. Um, and scoring four tries as well. So there seems to be a lot of tries being scored <laughs> for the Kelso boys. So well done to them. Um, and then on to Alan Tate as well. So again, Alan's Alan's a real character. I'm pretty sure everybody you know mentioned Alan Tate, and everyone's got a story to tell about him. Um, but you know that again at the moment it's getting played a lot. But his try, uh, pretty yeah. much his match match winning try in the first test in South Africa is, uh, was massive for them, and they went on to win 25-16 and. Um, you know, again, watching those videos back, they're timeless. You can just watch them again and again and again. Oh, I've watched Living um, with the Lions about five times uh, since it's, it's, since even the squad's been announced, let alone yeah, the start of lockdown. Exactly. It's it's just fantastic viewing just to be on the fly on the wall and listen to uh, everything that goes on. So, um, so yeah, Alan, Alan's another one and a great guy who obviously went on to be successful in rugby league as well as union. So, uh, you know, he, he, absolutely brilliant bloke, but great rugby player as well. And then finally, we touched upon him before, Ross Ford. He travelled in 2009 um, and came off the bench uh, late in the first half uh, for the third test, which they managed to win. They obviously lost 2-1 in the series, but, you know, it was good to, you know, again, for us, I think for us as a community, when, when we had Ross there, everybody tuned in. We would normally tune in, but, you know, probably people that weren't any rugby people tuned in because we had not just a Kelso man, a borderer, but, you know, he was he was on that pitch and, you know, I was when I was watching it. You're continuing looking at him, just seeing what he's doing, what impact he's having on the game. Almost forgetting about everybody else in the field because you're trying to focus on that one bloke who's representing your town. Um, so again, I just think, you know, as a club, to have these five, you know, great lines, but I think great guys that um, have gave a lot to the club over the years as well. Um, we we just take a huge amount of pride in in our history and. You know, we, we've discussed a lot about as a club, we want to look forward and we want to, you know, continually try and develop and improve. But we, we can't forget that rich history we have. It's 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 fantastic and it's everything that we do. You know, it's um, the guys in and around the club. It's it's a huge part of what it is. So. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 just brilliant, you know, talking about it and, you know, um, you know, getting the chance to speak to some of these guys. Uh, it's it's a real eye opener uh, in some regards, but they're, they're great, great guys. And. Uh, as I say, as a club, we just take a huge amount of pride in that. Yeah, definitely. There can't be many more clubs that have five or plus lions in their history, which is which is quite a special thing. So, Andy, look, let's go back to back to now. How's you been back at training? You said you've been back for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, tough. <laughs> it's uh, it's been a long time out of the game. It really has, um, but. Just it's good, as I said earlier, to get back in that routine, get the boys back together, and um, throw them cobwebs away as such. Uh, exciting season ahead. We well for the season that's just gone that never happened. Um, we've managed to retain most of that squad, so 
yeah, really exciting to to move forward, and everyone's just eager to go now. So I kind of looking at, ahead at what preseason holds. We'll get right into it in the next few weeks and and see where we go. So no, really good, really good. Excellent, and, and Louise, uh, how how the women sort of uh, gearing up for for the training sessions? Yeah, um, again, we're all really excited to be back. Um, first month. It was uh, just a lot of running and individual fitness. But the last uh, two weeks, we've been back at the touch rugby. So it's just a step closer to, to where we're hoping to get to full contact. Touch wood. Back to some kind of, yeah, touch wood, back to some kind of normality. Um, but no, we've uh, retained good numbers. Um, we're always on the lookout for new people. And we've had some new ones come along saying they're just wanting to do the fitness. But... We twist of the arm, they might be uh, on the pitch at some point. So, yeah, but no, it's it's good, good positive attitude from everybody. Excellent, uh, Andy. What what does the the summer look like? I guess for for training and and anything sort of planned for for the men's section. Yeah, so we kind of just recently today, actually this morning, we've got a bit of a, a schedule for um, games trying to get as many games in as possible um, between now and the start of the season, which will be which will be good. Just manage the players because, as I say, being out a long time, there's a lot of boys not done a lot of things and just the conditioning on the body. So we've got a good schedule, pre-season games. Hopefully we'll get a few socials back in there after the pre-season games. Which would be nice to see now that most of the restrictions have been lifted and we'll get a, back to a bit of uh, normality, if you like. Absolutely. So, uh, and uh, Louise? Um, we're just looking for a load of friendlies to get our girls back into match fitness, get back to the contact aspect of it. Um, a bit of exciting news for us is we just secured a big game. Um, Sponsorship from a local company, Colin Kilshaw. Uh, so we've managed to get all our new jerseys all logoed up and all ready to go and get dirty. So, um, yeah, we're just hoping we've secured a couple of sevens, um, get some of the, the players running around in the sevens. But no, just as many friendlies and, and yeah, get on that pitch as soon as possible. Uh, and Murray, we're, you know, when this goes out, we're in the middle of a, a Lions summer. How, how does the club sort of get involved, uh, get everybody involved in in that Lions summer? Yeah, so we're obviously, you know, again, we're we're obviously restricted at the moment, but we're we're planning a few bits and bobs, and we're as I say, we've got a, a big day, which is kind of like the the restart to rugby, which we're calling the Generation Day. So we're going to be inviting. Um, everybody down uh, again depending depending how it works we might not get everybody in at the same time but we'll try and divvy it out through the day uh, but we're going to again look to try and get the Lions game uh, on at the club and hopefully get people sticking around at the club uh, and again socially just just connecting with people again um, it's been a very long time so so that's the plan at the moment is to I think it's a second test that day um, so we're, we're going to try and get people, uh, you know, have a, a good build up through the day and then uh, get people to stick around um, to watch it at night. But um, again, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see where we are. But that's currently the plan with the Lions. But uh, again, obviously, with the, the Origin Club, we've we've got the, the club shop as well that we've got online um, through Hodgett. Um, 
who's our kit supplier um, from uh, I think it's Sports World Northeast. Um, so again, there's there's ways in which we've been trying to promote that and, and try to get some people to buy some gear uh, and look the part um, as well as watching the rugby as well. But I think you know we'll just be promoting it as much as we can across social media and, and getting people engaged. It's it's a great opportunity to get people engaged. The Lions series it's it's fairly special. You know, four nations coming together. So uh, you know, again, we'll just be trying to promote the games, getting people to watch them, uh, and if we can socially through the summer, as Andy says, uh, we can socially get down to the club and and uh, get a few beers in and, and watch the rugby and enjoy ourselves. Definitely. And and as the club's development officer, uh, what does the short and medium term look like for for the club yeah so i'll touch upon you to start off with so we're, we're looking at, at the moment fixtures wise we, we can get some fixtures in june and we've, we've got some arranged um fixture stroke joint training sessions because again what andy was saying there we're we've got to be careful we're getting people back into the game we don't just want to jump into it there's got to be some sort of progression um, I still feel we're going to have a little bit of time off through the summer, the, the youths in particular. Um, but I think one of the, the year groups that we really need to work on is the, the under-16s who step up to under-18 because it's quite a big jump for them. And then yeah. also the, some of the individuals who are jumping from Quinns up to senior rugby, which is an even bigger jump. Um, so I'm currently looking at trying to get some programmes in place for some strength and conditioning. Uh, for those guys and do some conditioning through the summer so an eight-week period for those guys to just to hopefully build up some confidence uh, and get them down so they're ready ready to rock and roll from there um the other bits and bobs we, we've got planned is again we'll have that little break uh, for mainly youth players but we'll we're going to run some summer camps and some skills camps a week before the the generation day so again it kind of ties in so the 26th of, of July is when we're going to look to run them. We're going to do a three-day camp for our, our Cougars, our P1 to P7. But again, I think the key thing there is to open it up to is, you know, the Kelso community. You know, it's not just for the Cougars. It's for everybody, you know, anyone that wants to come and give rugby a try. There's an opportunity for you to come down and enjoy yourself. We've got a great group of coaches that I'm pulling together, young coaches um, that have maybe not experienced uh, dealing with primary one kids for a full six-hour day. But uh, they might be in for a bit of shock with that. But um yeah, again, just getting the kids down to Ponder Park and, and, and enjoying themselves. Uh, and then the Thursday, Friday, we're going to do some skills camps uh, for the for the older ones. Again, a, a focus on just them enjoying themselves, but we'll do a wee intro to strength and conditioning as well to uh, to the boys and girls in there. Uh, and we're going to try and touch base with some some past players, potentially Mr. Alan Tate. And we've got a couple of guys that I'm going to try and get in touch with, Dan Gamble and potentially speak to a couple of the, the ladies as well, the Scotland ladies, to try and get them down. And again, we're looking we're looking at that week to be a real kickstart. Um, so I think that, you know, the ladies and men's will look to continue on uh, through the summer. We're going to give the, the youth a wee break because, again, in my opinion, there's, there's still other things to be done. I think, you know, cricket's quite a big sport in Kelso. There's loads of kids wanting to play cricket. Mums and dads might want to get away for the weekend. So, um, you know, rugby will be at the top of a lot of people's lists, but I do believe there'll be other things going on. So uh, we're just trying to prepare ourselves best we can. Coaches, volunteers, you know, the great network that we have at the club. Um, you know, I think everyone deserves. We have been working continuously, although there's been no rugby in the park. There's been a heck of a lot of work done behind the scenes this year. So I think it's important we do get a bit of a break, but refreshing break to then come back August, September, uh, all guns blazing. Um, so, so I mean, there's there's loads of bits and bobs. I've got to mention as well, a quick one, uh, Pat Hurst, who, who pretty much uh, looks after our clubhouse at the moment. She, we're looking at, well, we've already run one, um, an afternoon tea for 
for say our older members. Um, there were some younger members there too, but majority older members. Um, but an afternoon tea for them uh, at the club we ran on Friday, which was great. I popped across and, and just said hello. And it was just good to see the clubhouse busy again. Uh, and she's looking to run another one. I think it's the 18th of June. Um, again, uh, you know, targeting those guys who, again, for the older generation who's maybe been home alone or, you know, lockdown's been very difficult for them. So them to come and have a cup of tea and probably just a blether and a chat. And we're trying to open up our doors uh, that way as well. So a big mention to Pat for that. She's, she does a fantastic job in there and engaging with the community and trying to get, um, you know, community groups using our facility. So, uh, you know, we're not just a rugby club. We're trying to really engage with, with everybody in the community. And I think that's something we're going to try and, and, and really drive going forward is engage with everybody in Kel. So it's a small place. It's a well-kent face. Everybody knows everybody. But, um, you know, we want to try and open our doors to as many folk as we can and, and being as inclusive as we can as well. That is that is the sort of the perfect sentence to, uh, to end this end this little bit on. Um, so I've got I've got one more question, and it's about who your your Lions legends are going to be. But first, I've got to pay I've got to pay for these to happen. So if you if you're looking for a new kit for for the new season, uh, head to Canterbury.com uh, and use their customization website to design your new kit. You might even get your uh, Lions led uh, Origins badge pop, popped on there as well. You can now get their new Riona jersey, uh, which is what I'm told is is lion. Uh, it means lion, uh, which is also inspired by the lions. And you can get that personalised now uh, if you head to Canterbury.com uh, and you can get started today. So finally, uh, we'll start with Andy. Give us, uh, you know, give us your favourite lions legend. Oh, now you're on the spot. <laughs> he's English. He's English and all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, legend, not too sure, but you've got to admire the the Matt Dawson dummy. Oh, oh. Um, being a being a scrum half myself, it's just uh, yeah, it's probably a moment for me. Yeah, that is, yes, that is. four four, oh, four people four we got over the top. Yeah, yeah, pure class, pure class. Uh, uh, and Louise. Oh, eh. Uh, We'll have to just stick with Kelso um, JJ. We'll be JJ. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, uh, and Murray, finally. Uh, there are, as I say, there's there's loads and loads of players kicking about. Um, I always I always admired, and I kind of I'm a back, and I, I hate contact, so I try and stay away for the best I can. But I remember the '97 Lions with, with Keith Wood, just running it, folk. And just smashing folk and just running the brick walls. I just, I just remember him, but he just had so much passion about him, uh, which is a total opposite for me because I wouldn't be running in anybody. I'll run the opposite direction. But um, <laughs> I just remember that 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 footage of Keith Wood and his his passion. But you could name a number of guys on that tour. I think that's the big one, you know, especially just now when you look back on it. But no, Keith Wood for me was uh, yeah different gravy that man. Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, um... Who wants to give out where people can find more information about the club? Murray, on you go. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're, we're obviously on Facebook, uh, Kelso Rugby Football Club. We're on Twitter as well. Um, we've been trying to update our websites uh, as well, so you can find us at Kelso RFC um, on, online as well. We've got Instagram accounts. The ladies have got Instagram, uh, Facebook and Twitter as well. So you'll find us. Uh, we're, we're putting out content all the time. Uh, we've been doing, we've been sharing a lot of old photos as well, which is something I've I never mentioned there. But it's 1876 rugby memories, so 
you know, just again trying to engage with people. So we put loads of photos out there, but you can find all the details via social media. Uh, we put more on our website as well. So yeah, you'll be able to find us anywhere really. Um, and if you'd like to find out more, please, please get in touch. Brilliant, brilliant. Look, I really, really, really appreciate you giving up some time tonight to uh, to come and chat to us. Uh, it's been absolutely brilliant to to find out all about your great club, and I look forward to coming up for a pint. Hopefully, in the not too distant future. And I'll uh, buy you one, Sean. Yeah, sounds like a plan. Sounds like no, a plan. Good. So, look, Murray, Andy, Louise, look, uh, thank you very much uh, for 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 joining the roundtable. Uh, thank you to Canterbury uh, again. Uh, without them, this isn't happening. Um, head to Canterbury.com for to get all your lion stash. Uh, and th thank you, everyone, for watching, listening, uh, and enjoy tonight's game. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers.